0: hello, and welcome to episode 60 of Friends of the Show. I am Stephen W. Skinner, and this is my podcast where I chat with some of the funniest people who I know from being online. Now, this week's episode is a very funny and lovely person who you may have heard mentioned on the previous episode. I'm talking about Morgan, who goes by at house underscore feminist on Twitter. Oh, what a great conversation this is. She tells us what it's like being a mom on the go, the importance of yoga to your well-being, and rugs. But of course, most of the episode is Morgan answering dozens of great and fun questions submitted by an all-star team of listeners and friends of the show. Thank you to all question askers. So find a comfortable position and enjoy Friends of the Show, episode 60 with at house underscore feminist.
1: <laughs> that's, that's me. You've reached House Feminist. Yeah. Hell
0: yeah, I have. And uh, <laughs> I guess we're here to do a podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah. Do
0: it. All right. I usually play the song. Ooh. Boop. Oh.
1: Podcast. <laughs> Very groovy.
0: <laughs> Shout out to Kylie Davidson. Done. That means that we are already underway with friends of the show podcast. So let's get introducing the guest. This week's friend is a great combo of lovely and hilarious. A oh. mem- member of a powerful coven of Twitter mavens. Uh, I've <laughs> known her for a while now, and it's now safe to say that she's one of those beloved people. Uh, oh my gosh. Truly great vibes online. So let's all give it up for at house underscore feminist. I'm talking about Morgan. Welcome to the show, Morgan.
1: Thank you so much. That was the most beautiful introduction. I am moved. My vibes are so honored.
0: <laughs> I could tell that the the vibes were touched from here. <laughs> <laughs> so now that we're connected, so uh, we had a little bit of technical setup, so now
1: everything's uh-huh, good. Uh-huh. We're
0: underway. Everything's going smoothly, so how are you doing?
1: Good. Uh, I, I feel like... Um, it's good to have technical issues because if I was smart and funny and good at computers, it just wouldn't—I
0: wouldn't, be, I wouldn't be likable. Much. It'd be too much. Yeah. A lot of comedians say, like, uh, if you're handsome, it's not fair. You shouldn't be a com- yeah. <laughs> you shouldn't be a comedian if you're really attractive.
1: No, and I I feel like see my theory is, and I uh, people might have heard me go on about this but um you have to develop a personality during the ugly years of your life like the kind of like you know you have the like pre-puberty awkward stage and mm-hmm. almost everybody goes through it there are some kids who never go through it and still going big... through mine <laughs> <laughs> yeah some of us go through them forever and that just means you have the best personality
0: Okay. (laughs) Well, at least there's some uh, bright side to it, right? That's the, you know, it's like for every mistake you learn a lesson. Is that the type of thing?
1: Yeah, it's like karma. Like there's a certain amount of like attractiveness and personality in the universe. um, And it just, it's not distributed fairly per per individual, but like on a universal scale, it actually is pretty even. Okay. That makes sense.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. So, uh, so how would you go about in improving your uh, personality? What are some key tips? That- oh, Jesus Christ. Uh-
1: <laughs> <laughs> Man, I didn't expect to be asked my uh, weaknesses so soon in this interview.
0: Yeah, diving uh, right into it. Let's get yeah. to the heart of the matter. What makes you so cool?
1: <laughs> I, I think
0: I tried to get to it with, uh, in our last guest at yucky yeah. tom if everyone listened to it i was trying to get to the bottom of what makes him so cool uh and i think i I figured out that it was uh he because he keeps it real
1: oh yeah yeah see i was gonna say that maybe i would have a better personality if i could stop keeping it so real
0: mm. like, you think uh. you're going, you've gone too far in the other direction well, I don't know. I think the keeping it real one hundred and fifty yeah. <laughs> was <Yeah. laughs> was the the mo that I picked up, and you know it yeah. it was working. It was working for me. I was like, yeah, I believe it. I believe what he, you're saying. Yeah,
1: yeah. He keeps it super real, and that's what I like about. him. But the, the, you know what? When you when you are a real one, <laughs> you're you're always going to be surrounded by people who aren't real ones, and that's how you get haters, I guess, is how that works. So you do get a lot of, uh, you know, you get a lot of haters that way. So I don't know, ever ever since 2016, Mm -hmm. I have no idea anymore what is objectively good or bad because is it a majority opinion thing? Because if it's majority opinion, I Mm. am not objectively good. But if it is... (laughs) (laughs) If there truly is, like, an elite type of person, real ones got to fall into that category no matter how many haters there are.
0: That's true. Um, So Twitter, you're on it. You do the jokes on there, and they're great. Oh, yeah, the
1: the website.
0: But uh, what else is going on? Like, nowadays, Twitter is a little different. Back in 2016, the heyday, before the Uh. big realization that everything's upside down—
1: Mm -hmm. it was just fun jokes the world used to make sense yeah
0: uh and now we're in a bit of a tailspin although maybe there's light at the end of the tunnel i don't know
1: i don't know i don't know i still think i think twitter can still be really fun i've had to change my expectations of it a lot but it used Mm. to be like 2016 it was like Every day I would read more than one tweet that made me just think like man I wish that that was my brain. <laughs> <Yeah>. And <laughs> and now I still there are still those tweets but it just seems like whatever the weird game that we're all playing this where the prize is validation the rules have shifted and it used to be like if you Hung out long enough <laughs> and like wrote some funny stuff and were cool to be friends with. Eventually, you could like break your way in. And now it's just really, it just, I don't know what the rules are. I don't know if I'm just old and out of touch. But I don't it just know seems, if
0: there are any rules.
1: That's what and that's what's wild too. Like there isn't there is no objective truth about anything. What's a good tweet? Is it a good God, what a great you really worked back to this concept <laughs> of talking about. Thank you. And <laughs> like if is majority opinion what makes a good tweet, is a popular tweet a good tweet? Not to me, but am I wrong?
0: Who knows? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But does the algorithm feed those tweets into everyone's timeline without it them? It does. Like it without seems them, know to. you even knowing, right? Like you in timelines now, you get all these people that you don't follow uh, yeah. <clears throat> appearing in your timeline, and there's really nothing you can do about it. You know
1: there <laughs> is though. Oh, there I guess is.
0: yeah. There's a setting that you can change, right? But I don't know. Yeah. I, I changed it. and I don't know. I still saw like
1: they switched what they just with this new algorithm. I think you can still put it put in the setting what to, you put in a special like code word of what to <laughs> mute and it will do it and it's changed because i had it blocked before and now it's all showing again but bat karen told me the new one oh, to put in was a
0: secret workaround
1: yeah and happening in the I back
0: but, dms of twitter shout out to yeah. bat karen who comes through with the hacks
1: Oh, so great, yeah, she's very knowledgeable
0: and hilarious, everyone go follow and at, hilarious at bat, Karen out there, uh yes, it is insane that there is yeah, that they just keep changing it, and the algorithm, who knows what it's doing i don't
1: yeah yeah it's it's disconcerting, and i I work in social media too, so it's like Ooh. my whole life is just trying to figure out what the hell's going
0: on? (laughs) Yeah. that (laughs) does not sound like a fun job. It sounds like a fun hobby like we all do, right? We're all on social media as like a hobby. But when you make it like your job, Um, you're like, what?
1: It's really cool for me. Like my job is super awesome, but it also like sounds cooler than it is as most – like the jobs, the, the sentence,
0: <laughs> the one sentence overview sounds cool. Yeah, but like the day to day of it isn't as fun.
1: Right. I mean, everything right, is right. a
0: job, right? Like job. a job is. You know, no one's gonna like. Really, I mean, it's I work. guess there's jobs that you let people love. That's what well, everyone. That's, that's, that's the dream, stuff. right?
1: Yeah, that's that's the myth created by capitalism. Everybody <laughs> hates. So. Everybody hates doing something that they have to do. And that, you know, that's just the way it is. I like my, I just like to choose for myself what I'm doing with my time. And if somebody tells me to do it, I automatically am like, oh, <laughs> pay me money then.
0: Yeah. And sometimes they do.
1: Sometimes they do. That is a miracle. And I'm thankful for it every day.
0: And I'm thankful for that, too. So shout out to uh, our employers or whoever employers. Is providing <laughs> the money. Yeah. as different to sources of income, whatever that may be. Uh, but, yeah, yeah. Keep, the, keep the money coming, please. Uh,
1: shout out to the man.
0: We should say that you are a yoga instructor. You're
1: I gonna... do teach yoga classes teach as yoga one classes. of my gigs in this gig economy. Right,
0: it's a gig economy, so one of your income streams, let's call it, mm-hmm. is yeah, is via the yoga. And uh, I think that's really cool. I only got in I got into yoga like a couple of years ago. Shout out to Oh, my do you you, s- you do it? Uh yeah, yeah, do it. So try to do it like a couple times a week. Uh we try to do that. Um, yeah, just, just beginner level stuff, you know. But yeah, I do yeah. like it. And I have noticed a huge difference, you know, like I can stretch way more, stretch way further. Uh you know, yeah. like bending over isn't a huge problem now. <laughs> <laughs> like it used to be, like tying my shoe or tying shoes, just like uh but now it's like it's it's fine.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's I I try really hard not to be like this uh preachy Typical yoga person. I'm like kind of a poser because, like, I'm, you know, online is my first love more than like connecting with my spirit. I'm mm-hmm, not yeah. that. Like, I'm not.
0: Yeah, they don't, they're not super compatible.
1: Right. <laughs> the, the
0: tenets <laughs> yeah. of uh, yoga and then Twitter or like being yeah. on that online life.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I, I feel kind of like inauthentic sometimes, but I also feel like that can be a good thing as far as like teaching goes, because you don't have to totally change your life and transform everything about your identity to integrate some positive habits and being able to tie your shoes or like (laughs) sit and be quiet for five minutes. Those are all like, that's a great start. You don't have to turn everything upside
0: down. It's so great. Yeah. And it's the little, it's like taking little steps, right? Cause at the yeah. beginning I was like, Oh, why can't I bend over more? Like I thought, <laughs> I thought I could really bend over, but like um, my right. wife's like got her forearms on her head on the ground. And I'm like, I can just like touch my fingers right now. What is happening? <laughs> but then finally, you know, you just do it, keep doing it. And then you end up that you can put your hand on the ground too. Uh, right. Just because you keep doing it. Uh, and that's the, that's the main thing for me. Like seeing that little bit of progress is like okay, I'll keep doing it. It's good. Yeah, <laughs> I feel yeah. good after doing it.
1: For me, it was really huge. Like just um, you know, I have all I have all of these kids, and
0: shout out um, to the kids.
1: Shout out to all the children listening. <laughs> hey kids, and um, <laughs> there's really something about like you get pregnant and it's like you're a host. For an alien parasite and they even once they exit your body they still use it for sustenance or for like a jungle gym <laughs> yeah. or as like a vehicle to deliver snacks and all it's a very you have to like it's so uncomfortable in so many ways you know all the magic blah, blah, whatever aside mm. but you have to really kind of disconnect from your body. Like it doesn't feel like yours. So for me, just the like ability to sit in a space (laughs) by myself and like be present as me, the individual versus Mm. uh, me, the mother snack vehicle parasitic host.
0: All those other mom hats.
1: Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, yeah.
0: Those whatever hats.
1: hats, whatever hats you have, you know, like it's cool to be able to just like have some freedom from that for a little bit.
0: No, I, that's a great point. I didn't never really thought about it that way, but that is, uh, yeah, true. You get out, you're in your own space doing, you're really focusing on, it's like med, super meditative, right? And yeah, there, there yeah. is also like true meditation parts of it. Uh, right. so yeah, so it's like double meditation and it's, uh, yeah, it's great. I, I'm a true, I'm an endorser and so having you on is great. We can talk about that, uh. I've seen you do crazy poses like I have only done like bending over <laughs> and uh you know like warrior two is about as hard I <laughs> as I get or whatever but um you like on your head and stuff those upside down poses are great
1: yeah and you know I'm not even I don't um people can do the craziest stuff and I don't even really try to do that like I kind of mostly stick with basic stuff like I'm not out there to be like on the cover of Yoga Journal or anything. Mm, but, yeah, I was um, going to
0: ask like, what's the uh, what's your hardest pose that you challenge yourself with?
1: Uh, I like some arm balances, like some. uh, uh I can do, or like Bird of Paradise is a kind of tricky yeah, pose. Yeah,
0: that's what I'm talking about. Those crazy, cool <laughs> pose names.
1: Yeah, yeah, they have uh, they have all these. They have all kinds of wild stuff, but yeah, I don't even—I hardly get into that. Especially as a teacher, mm-hmm. you think that teachers think like, "Oh, I need to be a—you know—you got to at least show practice. off a little bit." <laughs> yeah, but most people aren't there to do that. Like they're get there to gain some flexibility. And the crazy thing about yoga is, you can do the same basic poses and you're actually preparing your body to do this harder stuff should the time come, you know, but it, it doesn't have to.
0: Yeah, that's good because, yeah, you can do, like, a, a one kind of a twist.
1: But then
0: yeah. you can do, like, a deeper twist once you get better at doing a twist.
1: <laughs> right, yeah, there's just a lot of scaffolding in it, but it's a good – I mean, for me, the, the patience and mm. uh, presence is more valuable than, like, the being able to do a cool trick
0: yes no i agree i I like that i like both of the 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 benefits all the benefits yeah yeah so um yeah definitely recommend yoga if you're listening and you're thinking about getting into it
1: just give it a try give it a try go try it go give it a try
0: all right morgan well we got about a million questions (laughs) so uh in the tom episode we got a lot of questions too and i started about this point, who got more this point is oh jeez, um i don't know I, you could probably count them up because like do you okay. count individual like if one person asks three different questions is that
1: i don't
0: know is that three or is it one i
1: don't uh, know i don't some people don't, send in I three wanted, separate like tweets
0: quick. that are three separate questions yeah. i don't know i would have to say mm-hmm. just by looking at it that you maybe just edged Edged it out. so
1: Nice. Edging. But Shout thank
0: out. you. Shout out to everyone who sent in a question to FOPS Pod you. on Twitter. Uh, obviously, everyone has mad love for the house feminist. And we will get into it with the first question. Oh, that comes to us, my goodness, from the very first friend of the show. <laughs> I'm talking about <gasps> at JessOkayFine. It's Jess.
1: A literal goddess walking among us. I cannot even. I could could cry speaking about how wonderful Jess, okay, fine, is.
0: Uh, You're not going to hear an argument from me because same. She thinks she's the best. And that's why I picked her number one friend of the show, very first podcast guest. She's the best. (laughs) Helped me work out all the kinks. uh, That very first episode, so many years ago. And her questions are: First, what is your favorite holiday?
1: Mm. Well, you know, I'm a bit. I I. Um, I'm gonna go with Christmas.
0: Christmas, like- a classic answer.
1: Yeah. To North America. Yeah, I, you know, I'm not here to be edgy just for the sake of being edgy. I like Christmas. Christmas is uh, good, like yeah. I like hot cocoa. I like the associated traditions.
0: Mm-hmm. What are some of your traditions that you do that are tra- very tradition-y?
1: Uh, well, like my mother before me, on Christmas Eve, I have a panic attack about <laughs> not having done enough um, and <laughs> get really grumpy.
0: I wonder. But, I think a lot of people have that tradition. <laughs>
1: Yeah. You know what? I didn't, I never realized how much pressure there is on parents, especially I would say in the age of social media to make holidays magical. It's a lot to be asked to be magical. Right. But my favorites, I love decorating the tree. I love going to pick out the tree and taking, um, I don't live in Portland anymore, but when I did, I, there's like an Owl's Christmas Tree Farm is the name of it. And they have all of these decorations everywhere. And me and my mom would go and drag whoever, whether it's kids or my boyfriend at the time or whoever it was, go take a bunch of dorky pictures at all the little holiday vignettes. Loved to do that. That's a fun one.
0: Yeah, that's great.
1: Yeah, I have, oh, I have a a Christmas movie I love
0: mm-hmm. that you it must watch called, every Christmas.
1: Yes. And it's very underground. People don't know about it. It's called phase 12 days of Christmas. If you know about this movie, DM me. <laughs> it's, you, do you know, William Wegman? He did. He has the Weimariners who were in Sesame street and they get in the shapes to do the countdown numbers. Does uh, this y- sound familiar? Okay, like yeah, yeah. 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 And he, he does all kinds of photography with his dogs and they're in a movie, and it's his dog's head. So it's like a cast of Weimaraners, but then they're on human bodies. So I don't know, like if the humans are holding them, or like they're on the humans' backs, or what.
0: <laughs> okay, don't need to get into the, the technical specifics of the movie magic. Okay, I
1: don't know how you know. Yeah, yeah I don't know how they it's do movie
0: magic.
1: Things. Right, and it's a very like it could be a home video. Um, and it 's the twelve days of Christmas, and it he just has very dry humor, and the dogs are so funny to me and it's it has been i don 't have a copy of it anymore because you don 't have think, a copy of it anymore and i can 't find it online, and it 's like killing me because my I have the dVD but it 's scratched bom, 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 bom. oh my God how did you do this
0: it 's on YouTube.
1: But it's I like know one I'm day at a time.
0: Yeah, just yeah. you gotta go one day at a time.
1: Okay. Okay, so this
0: is a... Yeah, it's definitely a person uh, who's like wearing a, a elaborate costume and then the, the dog's like for sure on their back <laughs> wearing a wig. Uh, <laughs> they're like crouched forward. Yeah, they have a huge like granny costume on. Yes. They're doing the classic yes. thing where they've got the hands and the dog is like eating. They're like buttering cookies and the dog is eating the cookies uh yeah this is good stuff i can understand why you love it so much and why you love christmas great answer for the first question and now the second question from jess is oh a little bit what we were talking about what is your ideal job oh my
1: ideal job um i have like a very i think that my job right now is probably as good as it gets in real life. Like I work from home. It's really flexible. I love the sound of being a writer or like the idea of being a comedy writer. And like, I love to have this like glamorous idea of it. Like, Oh, me and my friends sitting around in a writer's room, just like laughing so much. Or, um, like me on a beach in, on the Mediterranean, Drinking all day long and writing my novel, like very Hemingway kind of deal. But
2: mm. um,
1: that's the dream. I don't know how attainable <laughs> either is, and oh, how sure glamorous. They yeah, I don't know are. how
0: glamorous that writers' room one would be. No,
1: it's it's not glamorous. I don't think. I think that people in comedy work really hard and really crazy hours, and it's just not probably. Um, A lifestyle that i i would be able to
0: but your ideal job would be like already famous Mm -hmm. (laughs) author who could go and say like stay at a nice greece resort or somewhere or like get a villa right stay there for two months while you're working on your next project
1: right like a kind of like david sadaris lifestyle yeah
0: own a a farm in the english countryside where you're just like living your day-to-day life and then you also write a book
1: yes and what i love about that the most is that you don't you can be like a totally eccentric weirdo and no rules apply to you because you are successful so you don't have to like conform to Anything. I love
0: that. that uh, I think that's changing a little bit, but yeah.
1: (laughs) I mean, I guess you still have to like sell books and stuff, but I do feel like to some extent.
0: Oh, definitely to some extent, and to probably a large, very large extent.
1: Yeah, more than, like, people, you know, clocking in at their corporate job.
0: Oh, definitely more than those schlubs. (laughs) Am I right, listeners?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Me included. Myself
0: included, yeah.
1: Yeah. Shout out to my corporation.
0: Love a corporate gig. Yeah, shout out out to the corporations. They pay us some (laughs) money, as we talked about before. All right. (laughs) We got a couple more questions from Jess here. Oh, and this one is a reference to something, uh, a question from later that I'll be asking. The Oh boy. The question is, what is your least favorite Matt McSee one tweet?
1: I've never read any tweets by him and I don't I I did see that question, but I wasn't gonna do uh Right. Research is one thing, but I'm not gonna get like <clears throat> and it wasn't, my he, hands dirty.
0: <laughs> he wasn't tagged in this or anything, so he couldn't even like click on it and have a right. quick scroll or something so
1: yeah i'm not going to type those letters into the search bar i have a i have a busy schedule That'll as
0: a yeah a bit much so all yeah. right and the final question from Jess also we should mention she's just the best is cake or pie or c mm-hmm. other she gave an she gave an option for other
1: i mean that's that opens up a huge window okay I'm so let's do
0: say- let's do this in two stages how about Cake or pie?
1: I'm gonna say pie and I wanna mm-hmm. say that that's be good cake is so good, but there's also a lot of mediocre cake.
0: Right. You know? Yeah.
1: Whereas like I like I really like sauce. I like uh I feel like pies are for the most part they're gonna be like mm, ju- ju- mm, juicy this <laughs> yeah, is not really the uh, right word.
0: Yeah, no. There are words to describe it, but I will not say them. Uh, <laughs> but
1: you'd like you'd fuck a pie over a cake, so
0: yes, definitely. They made a movie about it.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, Not shouldn't.
0: called American Cake.
1: <laughs> yeah. So as an American, I prefer the food that's the most fuckable, and I choose pie.
0: Right. It is American as uh, which. So which is your number one pie? Let's uh, get to it.
1: I don't know. I don't know. can't choose but, any pie. I, I like, like a. I like like a berry cobbler. That counts a pie, I guess so. Uh, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I like a good cobbler.
1: Yeah, they
0: make good shoe. Um, and so if you had to open it up to any other thing, Lord. cake or pie or C, other.
1: I do love. I do love like a a gourmet ice cream or gelato. Ooh on a hot cookie like I don't know yeah
0: add those Ah. combo together yeah and now you're talking I yeah I'm 100% feeling you and my go-to is that but a brownie based ice Mm -hmm. cream dessert a little bit more decadent but yeah cookie in a pinch but for for me if there's a choice (laughs) I'm gonna go brownie on that one
1: and I I'm a big supporter of that you know we're um I think we're on the same side just slightly different perspectives
0: yeah i'm not sure about the cake or pie thing i think i'm leaning more towards cake but oh. Oh. i mean i've recently had a uh, probably like the best cake i've ever had in my life shout out mm. to lizzie sister-in-law uh just a real <laughs> great a baker uh did oh. a heck of a job and i was just like holy cow you did the thing where you whip the egg whites you know you really oh, whip them up yeah. And it was this uh, chiffon cake or something. Oh, wow. dang! It was like real. It was real good.
1: See, I think that that like it makes me feel inferior as a woman. That people are <laughs> out there making incredible cakes. So, and like, I'm I, if I'm gonna make a cake, it's coming out of a box, and they're never that good. So. You know, we're all coming from different places, and Everyone's it's just cool that we can their, talk anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's got their thing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and Jess's thing is being great. So thank you, Jess, so much for those great questions. Uh, and everyone, obviously, is following at Jess okay fine, on Twitter, and they're scrambling to go download her episode, episode number 001 of Friends of the Show. It's a and, great one. All right. And the next question comes to us oh, from Friend of the Show Todd. Poppy Carlos at the Todd Williams and his. Todd? Question. <laughs> Alrighty then. Question number one. Mm-hmm. If you were a new member of KISS, <laughs> what would be your character or makeup deal? This is Todd's signature question now. This is going to be Todd's go to question. So, any listeners, you know he asked it previously on the previous episode. He's going to be asking this question. For the foreseeable future, until he gets a new signature question, but it's a great one, so yeah. what, what would be your makeup deal?
1: I love about Todd that he gets a shtick and he sticks to it. <laughs> 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 hey: I think that I would be I would I would be like liberal Gene Simmons. Gene, is that his name? Gene Simmons?
0: Yeah, Gene Simmons, he, uh, I think he yeah. has a demon uh, makeup. It's like a demon. I mean, aren't
1: they all? I feel like they're all. No, uh, we went
0: through this last episode. (laughs) One is a cat. One is um, like a sparkly lightning. I forget it had a very specific name. And then uh, Gene Simmons is like a demon, like black.
1: Okay, so the other guy's a star, The a leader because he's the most uh, successful. Well, he's the most outspoken. Yeah, probably. Uh, I mean, if I'm in a group. People are gonna mistake me for the the head of the group. Right. I would okay. like to think. Um, so I'm like him in that way, but I'm outspoken about different things than he is. So.
0: So the makeup, what would it look like? Is we're trying to get to. It usually it's white and black. Um, so yeah. You can have yes. some silver.
1: <laughs> right, right. I, I mean, it would look like that. I, to it me they be, all look I, the same am i like racist against <laughs> kiss members i'm like they all look the same to me i didn't you're realize gonna get there's some difference.
0: serious kiss army hate uh coming at you i so i think what you're trying to say is your kiss makeup would be the s- same as gene simmons but better so whatever yeah. his is but like maybe sparklier or like just a little bigger more flair more flash to it
1: Thank you for translating the words that are in my heart <laughs> yeah. to words that other people speak.
0: I got it, because your general vibe is that you're the the number one. You're the leader yeah. of the cast. Yeah. Got it.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Well, thanks, Todd, for his signature question. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. In a non-signature question. It's a, a random question.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Um, in your extended family, are you seen as the voice of reason or the nut? <laughs>
1: Um, you know what's wild about me? I don't really have an uh, extended family. I guess. I mean, I guess I do. I don't know that they think about me. Um, so thanks for bringing out this pain. Todd, oh,
0: John, what did you do? For
1: making it weird. Uh,
0: um, so voice of know, reason or the nut? <laughs> uh,
1: I think that I'm actually seen as pretty reasonable and st- surprisingly subdued compared to others. So I guess voice of reason, which I know is, you know, not a... It could be surprising.
0: Some of our listeners might be surprised to hear that, but you're hearing the truth. That's why you tune in. Voice of reason. (laughs) We got Morgan here. (laughs) And then the third question from Todd. What is your current passion? Oh, besides cute boys and girls.
1: Oh, Todd, you cutie pie um current passion Uh, Ugh, passion
0: (laughs) (laughs) Dud, with laying down these stumpers
1: yeah really like bringing me to terms with what my life has become (laughs) like my passion is like trying to get seven consecutive hours of sleep
0: I mean it's Uh, a good goal to have
1: you know what I I really like buying rugs and thinking about buying rugs. I am gonna- <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Yeah. I, I had a naughty dog for a long time who would mm. piss on any carpet for yeah. no reason. Yeah. And I couldn't have a rug. And I always wanted a rug. And now I just can't stop buying rugs.
0: <laughs> oh, it's gone the other way.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So yeah. Um, what, what kind of rugs are you getting?
1: Like, like I have this. Oh, I'm looking at right now. a uh, a sheepskin rug, Ooh. and it's so lovely. And I, you know, I have all these kids, and they destroy everything. So it's like I routinely remove the rug from the room, and then I <laughs> bring it out while they're the at rug daycare because they be were protected. <laughs> I do, or like they have friends over, and I'll like lock the rug up. <laughs> um,
0: That's great. You have yeah, yeah, you're yeah, protecting your 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 thing. You you have to
1: and sometimes like if i'm having like you know a depressive episode or something i will put the rug on my bed and mm. sleep and it's just comfort i just i i love my rug
0: dang that so. is that sounds like a mighty fine rug thank you we just got uh, a rug refresh in our house and it Did is you? so good it literally we got the same rugs that we had before but they were great but they had just been <sighs> like 3 or 4 years in
1: yeah um, and you was, have an adorable dog
0: exactly and so that dog mushed down the rug that yeah. was the main play area so yeah. now we got these re up brand new same Ugh. rug that we had but oh just new it's just you step on it every time you step on it, you're like oh yeah it's new again
1: yeah that's beautiful i'm so happy for you and your family
0: and i'm happy for you and your rug and family (laughs) a family
1: that i keep it from
0: (laughs) yeah i mean well you got to until they can respect the rug Mm -hmm. you know they gotta learn thank you all right well thank you very much todd for that signature question and other less signature questions
1: and i love todd i hate being hit with a generic question but i love todd (laughs)
0: And everyone else should definitely be following Todd at the Todd Williams. And if you want, you can check out his episode. It's pretty good. He's a bit of a rock star. Alright. <laughs> the next question comes to us from Oh my. It is Taffy B. Oh, it's freaking another Friends it. of the Show Season 2, First Guest. We've just had yeah. two first guest questions. Like, oh, this is so great. Taffy uh is the best. Uh and yeah. We should we should ask the question. It says, "Dearest Morgan, Freja, as the <laughs> goddess of beauty and war, what is your favorite way to relax after a long day of destroying evil men and sparking hope in the hearts of your earth sisters?"
1: Oh my God, she's so wonderful. God, oh, just a brilliant light in the universe. Um, my favorite way to relax at the end of the day. Hmm. I don't know.
0: It's that grab I, that freaking rug. You just, yeah, I
1: like to <laughs> just lay on my rug. <laughs> um, I yeah, my day. I, honestly, my days are very long, and I usually work after I put my kids to bed. But I'll, I'll have a glass of wine while I do it. Sometimes a legal cannabis edible. So, yeah, I like to relax by abusing substances. But Chat- within
0: uh, reason. That sounds like yeah, you very... Within, yeah, yeah. Um,
1: In a very reasonable way. And then I just, you know, finish up my responsibilities and I just lay on my rug. Oh, you know?
0: that sounds like a pretty great way to relax.
1: The Living the dream. Dang. Was, yeah, what I always hoped for when I was a child.
0: <laughs> I, I got to get me one of these rugs. <laughs> Um so you, you like a glass of wine. What what is your was your preferred uh, v- vintage? What is your preferred um great I mean, varietal?
1: So I you know I live in a wine a destination wine town.
0: Ooh.
1: I moved here my uh ex was is in the wine industry and um I started to get I used to really love red wines and I get migraines now. Mm. Um, So I can't, I rarely do a red because just immediately the tannins give me migraines. So it's just kind of, I feel corny. I just drink a lot of Prosecco. All right,
0: nothing wrong with that. Yeah,
1: Yeah, it's like light and it doesn't make me feel, I don't know if it's the bubbles, it doesn't make me feel sleepy, which is nice because I'm just, so fucking tired of being alive. <laughs> right. And <laughs> so
0: Yeah, nice prosecco. That's good. Yeah. yeah nice and light. Yeah. A nice kind of bubbly buzz. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah,
0: that is good. Uh sorry to hear about the migraines though. Oh, that sucks. Uh, I didn't know red wine was a trigger for that.
1: You know, it, it, the frustrating thing and migraine sufferers will know this is there are so many potential triggers, and it's mm. stuff like sleeping too much, not getting enough sleep, <laughs> there's being like a fine line. outside, not getting enough fresh air. It's, it's like when you are suffering from them constantly, you are evaluating every part of your life, and there's all these food triggers. But mine are under control. I used to get them constantly, and I now it's a couple times a month, and it's not that bad.
0: Oh, that's okay then. I mean, yeah, it's not great.
1: You'd rather it's not have the zero, best.
0: but uh, it sounds like you're doing good with managing them.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I guess that's the best you can do.
1: That's, you know, that's adulthood. It's just like managing <laughs> the different things that make you miserable.
0: Yeah, I guess that's what it is. So thank you so much to the lovely <laughs> Taffy B for that question. Everyone, check her out at Sing With Taffy. You got to check her out her YouTube videos.
1: Oh, gosh, she's so funny.
0: So funny in the videos. Go watch them right now. All right. We got another question, in, and it comes to us from Ray. It's at Sir Eviscerate. Just yeah. legends. What a, a legendary Twitter old guy coming in here with the hot question. And his question is uh do you have any
1: hot new tips for moms on the go? <laughs> um yeah, I mean Mom on the go is a uh, I guess a character that I'm living. <laughs> my life <laughs> is a character study for Busy Mom on the Go. Um, and I guess like the Prosecco and rug thing is kind of my tip. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Just, get, a, get a warm rug to curl up with at the end of the day.
0: You got to invest in a great rug that you're not yeah. afraid to hide from your children. <laughs> and yeah. you're going to want to go with uh, what? An any level prosecco, or are you like just above mid range, just below mid-range? mid range, mid range, yeah, like
1: a, like a uh, what's the one, like a La Marca, like something that's like
0: it's like okay, n-
1: not so cheap and not sugary cheap. that you're going to get a headache. That's right, but um, it doesn't have to be fancy because you're just you're just, you're gonna, just drinking, Mama. Just kidding you're gonna
0: be okay exactly well i think that's great advice for (laughs) any hot tips for
1: moms on the go hell yeah
0: so thank you very much to ray at sir eviscerate everyone probably is already following him because he's a he's sort of like an og twitter legend guy
1: honestly yes
0: truly all right the next bunch of questions come to us from new question asker Mm. comrade twitty
1: oh a great man. I love it when you can. And I know we have questions to get to and I'm derailing, but it's like, I just love an account and it can be any kind of account, but where you can tell that this person has just like too much in their brain and they have to get it out in a tweet. And it is just like their authentic brain juice spilling out to be shared. And I feel like it is a beautiful thing to witness. And I love that about Twitter. You, I mean, you very much have a style. Like you must just be buzzing with puns constantly.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a thing. <laughs> that is like isn't... you
1: couldn't, you couldn't not.
0: No, I hear words and they mean different things. Yeah, you know, they mean two different things, right? <laughs> so yeah. some words and sayings mean <laughs> can mean two different things, and that's right.
1: my thing. <laughs> and it's like I feel like. There's a type of person, and we have this in common, maybe, maybe. I'm reading too much into this, but it's like I have gone through life, and sometimes I say these things, and people look at me like I'm a maniac. (laughs) And on Twitter, it's like I have found out of the billions of people in the world, I have been so fortunate to find a handful of people who are not completely put off by my leaking brain juice. And so it's like I have this outlet so that I can pretend to be normal when I'm talking to other people and I can be real on my Twitter account.
0: Yeah. You know? I think that's, yeah, it really sums it up.
1: It's beautiful. Shane is great at that. So that's my ah, ultimate enforcement is calling somebody real.
0: All right, Shane. So the first question posed to you by Shane is, would you live in a little snow globe house? (laughs) Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's, I mean, pretty straightforward.
1: Yes. Yeah. You know, and I was like, I don't know. I have a lot. I have follow-up questions. Yeah, but okay. Well, really what matter. are they? I'm
0: wondering about that. Like, are you shrunk down or is... Oh, it's little. It's lil. Okay,
1: yeah. So I'm going to be lil. Great. You must be lil. I'll, loo- I'll, I'll give up some pounds. I'll lose some weight for this roll
0: and, is and it, then is it like underwater you have to be in scuba gear or something or can you like magically breathe the the water uh, sparkles in it
1: and what is the temperature is it room oh, yeah. temperature even though it's snowing or is it freezing all the time
0: yeah because it, it would be room temperature and the snow wouldn't really be snow it's just like those little <laughs> glitter pieces of glitter right
1: you're kidding you're kidding I thought it was real snow
0: uh, well, I mean, each snow globe is different, so, you,
1: so <laughs> maybe I don't up have in to Canada, it's in one freezer, way. Is that what you're saying?
0: I don't... Wouldn't they explode? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You better go check
1: those. It's just... Hold on. I have to go check <laughs> on my snow globe, so <laughs> I'll be back.
0: All right, well... Uh, the, uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, I would love to live in a snow globe world. All right. Bring it on.
0: Perfect. Next question. How do you feel about feathered dinosaurs?
1: I love that it came out that dinosaurs have feathers. I feel like that was like very, like in the 2000s. I was talking about this with somebody today. Like in history books, there has been like a, a gay civil rights movement at this time. And I feel like dinosaurs coming out as being feathered. It was just part of that. Whoa. Like they're not afraid to be fabulous. And none of us have to be. And that's what the message dinosaurs wanted us to hear.
0: Well, I'm glad that science finally came on board with the feathered dinosaurs thing. Because as a, an amateur archaeologist as a kid, I was on board with the feathered dinosaurs theory you from the it? jump. In the 90s, I was about feathered dinosaurs. When wow, I was reading Jurassic so Park perfect. the first time, I was like, feathered dinosaurs? That's my jam. Michael Crichton knew about that.
1: Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah.
0: Yep. Robert Backer. That's a guy. Wow.
1: True prophet. Truly.
0: Yeah. I mean, the science is there.
1: Yeah. I mean, I just, I think it's great. Like, why wouldn't you want, that? if I could grow feathers tomorrow, I would. I support any, anyone who wants to have feathers.
0: I guess it's true. Feathers are a great uh, accoutrement.
1: Yeah. If I could get a feather rug. I've had, you you know what? I used to have a blazer. I used to have a jacket covered with a whole skirt of ostrich feathers.
0: (laughs) Wow peacocking a little yeah ostriching
1: yeah. ostriching that's the way i just live my life
0: all right well uh we got another question from Shane, and that handle again is at com and the question is would you rather be two feet taller or two feet shorter
1: This is such a good question because either one is like it's drastically changing things. Not enough to be impossible but enough that because I'd love to be a few feet taller or I mean a few inches, a few inches, a few feet taller is too much. (laughs) Yes. Um, But I have decided I've been thinking about this nonstop today and I decided I'd like to be two feet taller because in this day and age the amount of money you could make as a, a giantress there's a real market for huge women willing to dominate men.
0: Really? Yeah. <laughs> this is another yeah. part of the gig economy?
1: Yeah, this is it's all part of the gig economy and I'm I'm saying show me the dollar signs. Show me the money Add a couple feet. So,
0: so b- uh, being a giantess, so you'd have to do sort of dominatrix type stuff. Would you?
1: I think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think so. I don't think that it's usually the fantasy is Overpowering the—it's not a David and Goliath esque
0: <laughs> story. Yeah. That would not be there. worth it.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So I guess if I have to choose, I don't feel like it's my calling in life. But if I had to choose between being very small or being a giant woman, I would just embrace my power and be giant.
0: I think that's, yeah, a no doubt about her. <laughs> and I think our friend Skilo would agree.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Good. <laughs>
0: did you get that reference? It right. is uh, his song, I Wish I Was a Little Bit Taller.
1: Oh, yeah. I wish oh, I was a Baller. It's a good, it's a good throwback cetera, reference. I did
0: not. <laughs> know it's All right, let's keep these questions coming. <laughs> the next question comes to us. From Haley underscore
1: Hud. Sammy. God, she's so funny. It's a funny,
0: funny new person who I've also just encountered. And oh, yeah. we got three questions. She said, "Huge fan here." So that's Her nice. One honor. <laughs> uh, question number one: What is the meaning of life?
1: Mmm. Um. I think it is just accepting that we're just some particles of energy floating through space with a meaning that we could never decipher.
0: Ooh, indecipherable. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah.
0: Sweet. And uh, question number two from Haley. If you were a car, what three bumper stickers would be slapped on your trunk?
1: Okay. All right. So first one. Keep Portland Weird. And I don't know if people in the Northwest know that that's like a Portland slogan, but most people in Portland, which is my hometown, Portland, Oregon, have Mm -hmm. Keep Portland Weird bumper stickers.
0: Yep, and I think that has been co-opted by other cities. But you're saying Portland did it first. It was was yours first.
1: Yeah, I feel pretty firmly that Portland invented keeping it weird. And um, my other one, I, I would choose a Coexist bumper sticker
0: the classic it's got yeah you know what all the symbols are
1: <laughs> it's got some symbols it's on got
0: me. all the symbols
1: yeah like if <laughs> i like to think that like i coexist so hard that i don't you even, don't see, even the see the difference symbols. between the symbols yeah yeah, um, and then my final one would be, like, uh, one of the plays on my student as an honor roll. on so the honor oh, roll yeah. at Blah Blah, blah Elementary. Mm-hmm. But it would be, like, one of the snarky plays on it. Like, uh, like, like,
0: my student beat up your honor roll student kid or something like that.
1: Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, like, my ass is on the honor roll.
0: At- <laughs> Calvin pissing on the honor roll.
1: <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, so. Those, great. Are, them. Those are great so bumper much.
0: stickers. Great question. Uh, yeah. that, that could be a signature question. I don't know. All right. <laughs> it's,
1: it's an incredible question.
0: It's a great question. And the final question from Haley is, which M&M would you most like <laughs> to be intimate with?
1: <laughs> you know, this is, Interesting question because there's, uh, you know, the green M&M is sexy. So sexy.
0: I think we've covered this on the podcast. <laughs>
1: but I, I'm sure, you know, it's a hot <laughs> topic in our culture in, the, in these times. And I love the green m M&M. and I love that she owns her sexuality. I also feel like conventionally attractive people are not always the best in bed. Because it, this goes back to like right. the personality, personality development theme. Mm. Like, you can get away with just laying there. So, I'm gonna go with like, mm, let's see what M&Ms usually talk. The red and the green. I'm gonna go with a brown M&M because nobody else is fucking the brown M&M, and I bet that that brown M&M is an undercover freak.
0: Okay. Yeah. That's what you're looking for. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's you're my main, uh, cruising. Yeah, that's-
0: Brown Eminem is a woman. Uh,
1: oh, okay. I didn't know that. I didn't either.
0: But I'm. Uh, oh, and and Brown Eminem famously uh, known for Van Halen requiring them to be removed from uh, in their writer.
1: Okay. See, I well, I love a controversial Eminem. I love a female Eminem. I'm everything is just reinforcing my passion for the brown M&M.
0: hmm actually the brown Eminem oh. uh wasn't always a woman so i don't know if the
1: i love that 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 i'm hearing the brown M&M is a hero of the trans community makes me just want to worship it sexually
0: wow and that i also think that's makes it even more of a great
1: pick yeah yeah but, and you know i when i answer these questions I think about in advance I'm like what would an ally <laughs> say
0: uh, I, mean, I, so. I just googled it right so brown eminem <laughs> is is like a sexy librarian type
1: oh now
0: yeah yeah oh. like glasses oh, and she's always she's got her finger wagging her finger like talking stern sternly
1: oh oh god she's like a dominatrix M&M.
0: she's A dominatrix wow m ms really ahead of the curve on the sexuality game. m M&M m marketing wow. department.
1: Marketing. God, capitalism has done so much for our culture. This is
0: beautiful. <laughs> Shout out to our corporate overlords. <laughs> All right, and thank you to at Haley underscore HUD, that's H-U-D, on Twitter for those great questions.
1: She is so funny. And can I say too, again, like what an honor to get questions from these people because Haley is another one who like, her brain is just busy, and we are so gifted to read what comes out of it. It's so good. She's so funny.
0: And we get to read it for free.
1: For free! For what now. a website.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, go check her out at H A Y L E Y underscore H U D. Great tweets. And mm. now the next question comes to us from local favorite Kevin. That's just Kevin. At Kevaclism. <laughs> uh, and the question is, who's your favorite reply person, guy or otherwise?
1: So Kevin is the uh, the real hero's odyssey tale of making it from reply guy to he's one of my best friends, I would say. I talk to him every day. I tell him everything. He is the greatest person, totally real very such a good listener to the point where like sometimes i'm like oh maybe i should like learn something about kevin but he doesn't (laughs) need me to (laughs) but really such a great guy and he is my favorite reply guy he started as a reply guy to the point where i think our wonderful friend mason at one point blocked him just because she saw how often he was replying to me right um But he's also friends with Matt McSee, who, uh, despite our trials and tribulations, is another really close friend of mine. And so I figured if Matt was friends with him in real life, I should throw him a pity follow. Turns out he's one of the best people ever. And I think that people are starting to discover that Um, he's very real, keeps it extremely 100. He
0: does keep it very real.
1: Mhm. And mm-hmm. I'm
0: happy to claim him Hamilton's own. He's a local lad.
1: Ye- oh, okay. And do you live in the same area? I don't same, know.
0: Yeah, same area.
1: Wow. That's beautiful to me. Truly. That is
0: We're lucky to have him online yeah. and in real life.
1: Yeah, what's it like sensing his presence? Can <laughs> I you mean, feel it?
0: I think it's like a protective spell over our whole region. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow. Cool. So glowing. shout out
0: to Kevin, and it's at Kevaclism online. Mm-hmm. All right. So we'll keep the question train coming with this okay. next question from another local gentleman at Flash Ember. He's a wildebeest.
1: Oh, yes.
0: Well, he's a beast. He's Can
1: I tell you that I thought, because he's been around a long time, great account, and I always thought his name was Flash Member. Okay. And I never read it carefully enough. And I always thought. You're like, oh, oh this bro. perv. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, to so hear that it's Flash Ember.
0: And he's not a uh, perv at all.
1: He's not a perv. So, it's, it's crazy what you can learn about people online. Yes,
0: yeah, so he's opposite of a perv. He's very proper. <laughs> uh, and he clatters throughout the universe <laughs> and the world, I guess. And he's got yeah. three questions for you. The first question is. If you were the director of moon habitation in charge of building the first moon village, what would be the first (laughs) building built and or most important building in the village?
1: I loved this question. So when I build the moon habitat, no (laughs) offense to... I'm not one of these. I'm not one of the feminists who is like a misandrist. I love men. But the first bunch of people on the moon are going to be women. And we're going to have a communal women's center where we support one another and you know just help each other and so that's going to be the first building that we build in my moon habitat is just a women's center
0: women's center right in the middle yeah. of the village
1: mm-hmm mm-hmm mm-hmm
0: can't wait yeah. to visit. Right? I'm allowed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everyone will be invited eventually. It's just that women need a chance to get things under control before right. we we open it. All
0: right. Makes sense to me. All right. The next question from The Beast. Do ghosts mm. exist? Please provide anecdotal evidence.
1: <laughs> um, I'm not a ghost believer in the in the common form that they take.
0: Traditional Uh, sense?
1: (laughs) Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I'm not a... I just don't think... I don't think that's what people would do. I don't believe that anybody is going to haunt some old-ass house. I know they're they're supposed to do it or whatever, but it's also like there's a great... Question going around that's like, where are the modern ghosts? Because people have, they're not all like, people didn't only die in the Victorian era. Like, why are all the ghosts Victorian children? There's all kinds of dead people roaming the earth. Yeah. So I just, yeah, I just feel like there's some holes in the ghost theory. I don't, I, I don't believe it. I don't believe any theory made up by men. I just don't, they mm-hmm.
0: don't, not spooky at all. <laughs> All right, and we got one more question coming to us from the beast, and that is again at Flash Ember, not Flash Member, on Twitter. <laughs> and the question is: favorite pizza toppings, and that's favorite with the U. Mm.
1: I am. I'm just gonna be, just gonna maybe be unpopular, but I'm like a veggie person. Like, I love some artichokes on a pizza, sun dried yeah. tomatoes. Okay. You know. yeah. Olives. Edgy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to be edgy. I just I just <laughs> love vegetables and I don't love like pepperoni. Okay. I do like I like pineapple on a pizza, I'll just say it.
0: Right. But no ham?
1: I mean I'll eat the ham on it. <laughs> I don't not eat meat, but I just don't yeah. I don't really enjoy don't it. Seek it out. Uh, yeah, yeah. So
0: Well, that's very good. Great choices. Sometimes Uh, veggie pizza is good. I've had a good veggie pizza, I'll say.
1: Hey, thank you.
0: Yeah. What's the best veggie pizza you've had? Those toppings? Those are your...
1: Mm, You know, I don't... For some reason, I don't enjoy it anymore. I don't know what's going on, but I really like... Do you guys have Papa Murphy's up there? The take and bake pizza? Nah. No, It's like you go, you pick it up, you take it home, you put it in the oven and bake it yourself. we have things like that,
0: but not Papa Murphy's specifically.
1: Yeah. You've heard of it. You've heard of baking a pizza. Yeah. And, and we
0: have the ones where you just grab it from the store. Yeah. You just pop it in the oven. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. This
0: is great, folks. If you haven't tried this, you gotta
1: get <laughs> hot sip.
0: You gotta get Baby this money. uh <laughs> make at home pizza.
1: But yeah, they they do a gourmet veggie and I do like I like pizzas with like non traditional sauces on them. Like oh. they do an Alfredo, like a white Ooh. sauce.
0: Ooh. I don't think I've um, ever tried that.
1: Uh, it's just creamy and delicious and they just mm-hmm. put all kinds of veggies on it and i mm-hmm. used to really enjoy it i don't really eat it as much anymore but that that is one of my favorites
0: dang good choice thank you so thank you and thank you to flash ember and Wild Beast for those great questions and mm-hmm. he says thank you <laughs> I get the joke because he
1: is a wildebeest. I don't know if he's ever used that. I don't know if he's used that
0: before. All right. The next question comes to us from Jess, brackets, ham.
1: Got another great Jess.
0: Another great Jess at don't get bangs. (laughs) That's a good handle, too. (laughs) I mean, it's just good advice. And the questions. Mm Mm-hmm. If you knew that Johnny Depp just served you corn from the plot where he buried his dead wife, using her as fertilizer, (laughs) thus committing a semi-perfect crime, would you eat Mm. the corn?
1: Uh, Yeah. I'm not one to waste food.
0: Even though it has little to no nutritional value? Does corn have no
1: nutritional value?
0: It doesn't. That's why you see see it in its final form (laughs) (laughs)
1: later
0: on. It does not get Um, digested.
1: Yeah, I oh, oh god, that's what we're talking about. Um I would though, I don't I don't care. My my good friend Joel, he has a pear tree growing over the body of his deceased cat. I think his wife made him move the cat body.
0: Exume the body?
1: Yeah, yeah. It was a real ordeal. I don't know if that's even, if I should be sharing this story. That's fine <laughs> to tell, but it's quite the story. Um, <laughs> anyways, I mean, in my opinion, like I've said, we're just all particles of right. energy floating around, and what an honor to eat Johnny Depp's dead wife. Yeah, you know, like,
0: eat those particles.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'd eat it, and I'd say thank you, universe, for returning this small, inconsequential amount of nourishment to me.
0: You got any butter for these particles? (laughs) 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 Gotta have butter, right?
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure.
0: Alright, great question from Jess. Oh, here's another question from Jess. What are your thoughts about s'mores? Mm,
1: I mean, what kind of terrorist doesn't like s'mores? Mm. Right?
0: Well, I mean
1: Oh my god. S-
0: Looks she- some people don't need to have that.
1: <laughs> oh, wow. you don't is, like that?
0: I mean, it's not my thing. No, I don't. Uh um, I li- I like the, the ceremony of it. I like mm-hmm. getting all the graham crackers. I'll help toast the marshmallows. I'll even put some together for you. But I'll just wow. give me a just give me a brick of that chocolate. <laughs> and I'm good. Wow.
1: I mean, to me, the concept of like the melted chocolate is really beautiful, and then there is the ritual is lovely.
0: I think the ritual is more the thing.
1: Yeah, overall, like yeah,
0: it on it's like you don't see a lot of s'mores like on dessert menus. <laughs> it's just not no. a great dessert, but if you're camping or uh, in the great outdoors, it's a it's a fun thing to do.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and, and I don't. I'm not somebody going out. You know. Trying to get my s'more fixed. I don't, I don't remember the last time I had one. Like, to me, it's not.
0: But you have fond memories. Of, yeah, of yeah. Them, it's right? not worth
1: it to go camping. No. So, to have a
0: s'more. Oh, I'm so hungry for s'mores. Fucking <laughs> back the camper.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, so... I, yeah, I, I like them. I'm pro. She likes
0: them. Pro s'mores. And I yeah. am anti-s'mores. But I enjoy the ritual of it. So thank yeah. you very much, Jess. And the final note from Jess, your lipstick is always perfect. This isn't a question.
1: What a queen.
0: What a truly uh, lovely compliment. Yeah. So what lipstick you rocking? You got a nice one in uh, your uh, picture. Thank you.
1: Thank you. I wear Laura Mercier lipstick. Let's see, what do they call this? It's like a
0: oh, that's got a fun name.
1: Yeah, a velour extreme matte lipstick, and I have it in uh, several colors. Oh yeah, uh, lip liner is the key. It's oh, to a good lip, and this is it's a matte color, so you want to get a matte color that really, like, stains the lips versus a gloss that you have to keep reapplying.
0: Right. That
1: your hair would get stuck to. So I use...
0: So lip liner, is that's like you do an outline first and then you just uh-huh. like color it in?
1: Then you color it in like you're at the fucking Baskin-Robbins <laughs> doing a coloring contest.
0: Nice. And
1: I use Vaseline as, like, chapstick or moisturizer. I don't use lip gloss. Right. I just apply Vaseline, so...
0: Just goes on uh, clear right over the coat?
1: Yeah, yeah. And also I obviously like if I'm gonna take a picture, I do my lipstick immediately beforehand and most of the time I look like shit. So
0: <laughs> you don't have an envelope to to bite down on or whatever. The <laughs> yeah, thing <is>. no,
1: no.
0: <laughs> oh well sh- thank you, Jess, for those great questions at don't get bangs. Uh everyone go check her out. Vouch mm-hmm. for by at house underscore feminist herself. Annie. Absolutely. And host of the show, Steven. All right. Oh, we should also mention that Arando jumped into this question and creeped everyone out. <laughs> <laughs> this is the second episode in a row that people have been creeping out our <laughs> guessing the questions. Yeah. So cool it with that, folks. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. At least this is a this is a Denise. I I maybe misgendered Denise in oh, my Yeah yeah yeah. I assumed it was a man-making it was a Anyways, creepy question, and
0: sorry. It was creepy. Major cringe is the uh, words for that. All right. Yeah. <clears throat> Let's keep this podcast trainer rolling. We got a few more great questions sent in. Again, thank you to everyone who sent in the question to at FOTSPod on Twitter. Oh, and this question comes to us from James Alvarez at Obscure Gent, the Obscure Gent himself. A great gent. <laughs> I was gonna say, got anything to say about that? He's got a huge empire. He's got comics. Yes, he does. He's got uh, Twitter comics. It's great. Uh, he's got so much stuff. Got to go check him out. Shirts. Go check out the store.
1: Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Podcasts.
0: Yeah, check, he's got everything. It's great. All of it. All of it. So good. All right. Now the question: Who would win in a fight? Share from mask or share from moonstruck?
1: Um. I don't, I don't know who either. Of those people are James. I'm like,
0: it's the same I'm person, like, but from different movies. It is. It's Cher. You know the artist Cher.
1: Oh, the artist. I, Cher.
0: I got you, babe. Yeah, she's also she's, an actress.
1: She's in the mask.
0: No, just mask. I, I believe it's a movie from the. I believe it's a Cher vehicle <laughs> <laughs> from the '80s. Uh, yeah, 1985 film. uh biographical oh, drama. Okay, I,
1: I just googled it. Yeah. I don't know what's happening.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, the guy's got a, a deformed face.
1: Oh, okay. All right. Okay, let me just really Are you googling it. the Should other one. Austin for <laughs> Moonstruck. I'll Moonstruck, for yeah. Moonstruck.
0: And it's got that great cover. I remember um when video stores were a thing, I would like spend a lot of time oh. like wandering around and I would always be like that that cover just looks so good, but I knew that it was not a movie that I wanted to see. <laughs>
1: I mean, I feel like I am interested in watching both of these. Um, I haven't. Cher is one of those people and my, my name a lot of people think that my name is Cher because my handle has been sweatpants share for many years. Oh, I didn't even but, think about that. Yeah. Yeah, but it is based on Cher and it is also based on the idea that I'm like always wearing sweatpants. And my friend Dylan Giroux, Twitter genius, very underrated. Um, he suggested that I be sweatpants share because it's like a funny dichotomy, like to be yeah. as fabulous and badass as Cher, um, but wearing sweatpants. Anyways, she's one of those people who it's like, do I know her discography or her volume of work? No. Do I respect her energy so much that I would die for her? Yes. <laughs> So I don't know. I'm just glad she's in movies, you know? I think
0: we're all very <laughs> glad that Cher is in movies. And I think we're even more glad that she was able to resurrect AutoTune with this song. Yes. <laughs> just take a moment to reflect <laughs> on all your positive Cher memories. Mm-hmm. All right, I probably should not be playing that. Thank you. you know, I love um, it. All right. And so uh, uh, James has another follow-up question. Who is your favorite comic book superhero?
1: This is going to be a controversial answer, but James' very talented brother, did, they put me in a comic, Aaron, and I'm going to say it's me.
0: You, wait, you're saying that you're a comic book superhero?
1: Yeah, from my one tweet that was turned into a comic. Yeah, I just feel like... <laughs> Self love is the most is the greatest superpower.
0: Oh, that's your superpower. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, hey, I'm not going to argue. That's a great answer. I was, yeah, I was thinking maybe Wolverine, but
1: I I mean, he's uh, it's a big difference between like who's the most respectable comic book hero and the comic book hero I would fuck, which is Wolverine. Clearly, you've done your (laughs) research. Or just a guess. I don't know, but uh, I do love
0: Wolverine. Well, any listeners, if you know that Wolverine meme where he's looking at the picture of Jean Grey, <laughs> can <laughs> someone Photoshop a picture of Morgan that? <laughs> oh, my God, uh, please do it. And send it, it to uh, house underscore feminist on Twitter. Yes. All right, thank you very much, James, for that great question again at Obscure Gent, and you got to check out his empire, the Obscure mm-hmm. Gentleman. And yes. Aaron, if I
1: should say Aaron. Aaron. I tried I'm to sneak it. that it in. I'm,
0: I'm, that. I might have talked over you uh yeah Aaron is the the comic drawing brother the yeah. tandem all right next question comes to us from phil at advice oh. from phil Uh he's phil got him. just
1: sent me phil sent me the funniest video that was a riff off my tweet but it was like a minute long masterpiece and it was so funny and i i have so much respect for him now
0: well, shout out to Phil uh, for sending <laughs> sending funny videos. You really did it. Yeah. So he's got a bunch of questions. Let's go through them one at a time. Number one: Have you ever kept an inanimate object as a pet? <laughs> uh, example a given: a tampon.
1: Um. Yes, yeah, so that was his. Vi- his. Vid- I don't remember what my tweet was, but his video was him keeping a tampon as like his friend. It was so funny. No.
0: Never had like I, a pet rock or a chia pet. What are some other inanimate pets? Um, Stuffed
1: animals. I was pretty I do I I I do get very sentimental about objects and I've definitely become overly attached to objects. You know what I have in my car? I have a oh, I don't remember what they're called, but he's from Hawaii and he has, I guess feathers attached to like some wood and he's supposed to keep bad spirits away and my dad brought him to me from hawaii when i was like 16 and his name is raul and he's been hanging in over whatever car i drive he hangs wow. in the rearview mirror so
0: cool and he's working he shout out to raul yeah yeah all right next
1: question from phil
0: what would you say is your weirdest trait
1: my weirdest trait. Oh, God. I don't everything about me. They're, I don't know. I don't know. All right. Well, what would your kids
0: say is your weirdest trait? Oh,
1: what would they say? Be like, I mean, mama. they're still at they're still the age where they like think everything I do is just normal because they don't know any <laughs> different. Thank God.
0: They have nothing to measure it against yet.
1: Yeah. Uh, they do they think it's weird that I don't they think it's very weird that I have any life outside of them. Like one <laughs> one time my 8-year-old son walked out and I happened to be on the phone and it was like 9:30 at night and he was supposed to be in bed. And he was like, "Who could you possibly be speaking to at this time of night?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like I, mean, uh, I don't know dad he's got a point um, yeah yeah so I I think that's what they think is very weird that like I exist outside of their you know what yeah, I what I am for them which yeah. is a thing all for all kids of yeah course. for
0: sure too bad that it wasn't like olden times where you had like multiple phones where they could pick up the phone and be like huh <laughs> who are you talking to
1: <laughs> you know what time it is Get off the
0: phone.
1: God, that was that would be the worst. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God for technology.
0: I'm glad that we've moved past that. Like, mm-hmm. is someone on the line?
1: Jeff! Jeff, get off the line. Get off the line. <laughs>
0: you gotta be able to be real <laughs> quiet.
1: You never have to get off the line again. That's what's so beautiful.
0: All right. So a couple right. more questions from what? Phil. Uh, mm. Would you take budget advice from somebody who was wearing a pair of expensive headphones? These are uh, these seem like inside jokes.
1: <laughs> they are. So I often in my mom on the go videos, which are just the stupid videos I do, I'm often wearing headphones around my neck just because I feel like it looks extra dorky and I'm like already wearing a right. fanny pack and yeah. like look like a nerdy mom on the go, right? It's part of the bit that is my actual life. And somebody commented on that, um, a very hostile man because I rebuked his advances or that I made fun of him online. And he commented saying, why would I take budget tips from somebody wearing Beats headphones? First of all, the exactly. Beats headphones w- were an enormously generous gift.
0: Oh no, we've lost house, but well we've lost house feminist. We've disconnected. Hello? Oh,
1: my gosh. Thank goodness.
0: Okay. We're back. Uh, Yeah. Okay. Sorry about that. Where were we?
2: No matter how hard I try. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: Okay. It was, you're talking about your headphones, your Beats by Dre headphones that you use as a bit.
1: I was giving a very long answer to this question, <laughs> um but you know what it's I would take budget advice from somebody wearing a pair of expensive headphones because you can't judge somebody by um the price of their headphones
0: i mean, if anything, it shows that they have saved up enough money with their great budgeting to be able to afford
1: yeah i these headphones. were a gift too, so oh. I mean I haven't right. Still- Still very poor. I just have a nice pair of headphones. Plus, the price <laughs> is
0: coming down. Maybe you got it secondhand. Maybe you got it refurbed.
1: Yeah, you don't know. You don't know. You can't judge a book by its headphones.
0: That's right. And then the final question from Phil. Thanks again, Phil. Is thoughts on beans on toast?
1: Uh, I believe that's a, a British thing. And
0: this is Britain Phil's signature question.
1: Camped. Yeah, if Great Britain has been canceled, so no. No, thanks.
0: Unfortunately, it's been canceled. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you very much, Phil, for those questions. And the next questions, uh uh-oh, come to us from at MattMixie1. And he wants to know, what's your favorite at MattMixie1 tweet?
1: As I said before, I've never read one. I never would, so...
0: Well, there you go. Next question comes to us from at Satan Sea Starfish. Is this mm-hmm. is a friend of
1: yours? <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. in, yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he is. A, he is. Yeah. He is. He's, a,
0: he's one of yours. And the question is, why haven't you called Phoebe Waller-Bridge and demanded a third season of Fleabag?
1: Mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest. I don't know any of what that is.
0: Right, that's a lot of references. Yeah, I don't specific know. references. I, I think it's a TV yeah, show.
1: Okay, yeah, I saw. Um, I googled it. It's on Prime Video, which I have, but right. I don't. I don't know anything about this. But I thank you for your question. Thank you for the question.
0: Wish. All right, we are finally winding her down. We got but a couple. <laughs> Questions, but they are the juiciest ones. Of course oh I save them right to the end. And it is oh my last week's episode, friend of the show, old Tom, at Yucky Tom. <laughs> he says Yes, hello, big fan. <laughs> Question one. What is the most substantial beast you could kill with your bare hands, provided you were guaranteed to absorb its powers at the exact moment of its death?
1: That's a great Tom impression. (laughs) Um, And (laughs) I would say the uh, human man.
2: Ooh.
1: Yeah. uh, Easily could kill them with my bare hands. And if it meant absorbing the power of Years of systematically oppressing women at the hands of the patriarchy, yeah, sure. Zomp, Easy, zomp, absorbed.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, great question, Tom. And the next question is. In no less than 100 sexy words, what method would you use to destroy me once and for all? We did talk about this on his episode, and uh, if you listen to this episode, you know what I'm talking about. It's all the great replies to your selfie calls (laughs) where you try to smash each other in the face, or I don't even know what's going on, but uh, it's it's fun. So uh, describe how you would destroy Tom once and for all.
1: He has, like, a being destroyed fetish, I think. Um, (laughs) And (laughs) I feel like I, I answered this in a tweet reply at one point when I said that the way I would annihilate him is to live our entire lives together, care for him, Um, comfort him just build a full rich life see him to his deathbed hold his hand as he died in his sleep um but somehow own him along the way just like (laughs) just like make fun of him when he's like,
0: Just like, a thousand paper cuts or whatever, right?
1: Yeah, like a face he makes when he's like sleeping on his deathbed. Just be like, oh, imagine like looking and like
0: that. No, you're you take a selfie like with him in the back. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> Just like draw like draw a dick on his face. Like with <laughs> Sharpie.
0: Alright. And uh one final question from Tom. Will you marry me?
1: <laughs> no. Marriage is an outdated institution that I equate with indentured servitude. So it's a money grab. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of complaints in that department. So no. All
0: right. Well, tough luck, Tom, but better luck next time. And everyone got to go check him out at yucky Tom. And his episode was the previous one. So I hope you listen to it. If very, you didn't,
1: very much looking forward to hearing it.
0: Yeah. At the, as of the time of this recording, it's not yet released.
1: It's from the future. Ooh, it's the
0: future and the past at the same time. Uh, oh. All right. <clears throat> and speaking of future and the past at the same time, this next question is from one of my favorite guests of the past. Wait.
1: Okay. But Tom added oh, a question. I don't oh, know if you No, don't I've, I've count missed
0: those? it. We've skipped a Tom question. Er, hold up. Let's back up this bus. Do,
1: okay.
0: Do you now, want yes, me please. To read it? I want you to okay. read it and then answer it, please.
1: Okay, <laughs> it's fine. I'll do the work. Like I am a. Per- I've I've had I've had a podcast before, so I, I did
0: ask it. you to help me out with yeah. making sure I didn't miss any questions. Yeah.
1: Would you rather fight a King Kong sized lemur, or three lemur sized King Kongs?
2: Hmm. Oh.
1: I feel like lemurs are pretty small and three of them wouldn't be that hard to fight off. So I'm going to take the three lemur-sized King Kongs. And also, like, wasn't King Kong, like, not the smartest?
0: I don't know. I think King Kong is pretty prone to violence.
1: Yeah, yeah. which is a sign of, you know, you're not, you're not working with your prefrontal cortex when you're uh, resorting to violence.
0: I don't know. I'm just thinking about what my answer would be, and I think it might, it might be the huge lemur. Really? Yeah, lemurs more chill. Those, those little King Kongs are going to really mess you up. They're not going to stop until they've gotten what they came for. The lemur <laughs> probably just wants to take a nap.
1: Is that what lemurs are? Like I thought lemurs yeah. were like
0: monkeys. No, I think they're, mar- are they marsupials? Are we going to have to be Googling more stuff right now?
1: Ah, <laughs> this really is, requ- this podcast. No, requires- they're
0: the ones from, have you seen the jungle? What's that jungle movie, the animated jungle movie, Rio? Wait, is it Rio?
1: Well, there is Rio, he's, but there's you're no, thinking of Madagascar.
0: Madagascar. Yeah, it's the king of from Madagascar. If you're familiar, yeah, he's
1: so funny. He's hilarious. King agreeing. Julian.
0: He has his own show
1: now. <laughs>
0: yes, King Julian. Check him out. Spin off on Netflix or whatever, and he does a great New Year's Eve countdown. Um, if you do countdowns with your kids uh, or whatever, oh. like before New Year's, there's a great oh. King Julian countdown. You got to check it out.
1: Okay, this says, though, it says lemurs share resemblance with other primates, but evolved independently from monkeys and apes. So it also says they live in trees and are active at night. So I I get that they are cute and King Julian is funny and has, like, funny jokes, but I'm still going to take three little King Kongs over a giant lemur because imagine the lemur is going to be... Attacking you at night, and like i 'm very sleepy
0: that uh, my methodology is that the lemur isn 't going to attack, but the King Kongs are more prone to attack but hey, I could oh. be wrong i don 't know who which what lemur this is, how angry it is, but um great answer, great question, thank you, Yucky Tom, <laughs> for that great question. <laughs> love a different size thing question, and now, as I was getting into it, question from one of the greats, friend of the show. Super friend of the show, future friend of the show, next week's friend of the show. It's Mason at Mason Degree. Oh,
1: great. We should great say person.
0: she's great. That's why she's on this podcast so much because I really enjoy talking to her and she is great and you should too. And mm. let's get into her questions, which will wrap up this episode. Question one. Okay. What will be your next tattoo? Uh, should we match?
1: So, Mason and I have been involved in a coven together. She's one of my good friends. I've met her, hugged her. What a queen. And I would love to get at some point, I can't decide on placement, but I'd love like some sort of witch tattoo. I think in general the whole tradition of witches is a interesting topic. Um, as it relates to feminism. So yeah, I would, lo- I would love to get a tattoo of a witch somewhere on my body. I feel like Mason should also do it. I feel like we should meet up and get tattoos whenever she wants some um, game.
0: Yes, by the same artist. Ooh, get that same feel. Yeah, yeah. Heck I yeah. Great idea.
1: That's
0: cool. All right, next question. What's your favorite quirk of Crosby's?
1: Oh, my... Uh, my dog Crosby who I share with my ex he's a golden doodle he's all black though and he's so cute and he's he's only a year old so he looks full grown but he's like still a baby and he (laughs) loves to just be like held like I'll be sitting at my desk working and he will, even though he's a huge, he's a very large he's a large dog, he will crawl into my lap and let me just like cradle him in my arms Aww. and rub his belly, uh, it's so sweet what I, sweet I really love him
0: Shout out to Crosby
1: Mm-hmm
0: Oh, well, what a sweet boy, alright Last question uh, from Mason If you could instantly and effortlessly be fluent in one language which would it be?
1: I'm going to say Spanish because maybe okay. it's not like the best, like obviously like being fluent in French or Italian, very glamorous, but Same um, I, I know people here. I mean, there's, I live in a town that's like 50% Hispanic, and uh, it would just be very powerful, especially in this time to be able to somehow be of service to people who do not speak English as their first language, so I would love to be able to speak Spanish more fluently.
0: See, I think that's a great yeah. uh, goal, and uh, yeah, you can you can try it. Get Duolingo. <laughs> Get Duolingo, <laughs> something.
1: Yeah, I've d- I've downloaded it. I did yeah. a high school Spanish definitely on the like bucket list is to learn how to speak Spanish but you just gotta yeah, get
0: just, immersed
1: yeah my plate is, is <laughs>
0: cool. all right you don't have to learn Spanish
1: <laughs> I cannot commit to learning Spanish at this time but it is a noble goal
0: all right and the the last note from Mason is also I love you that's what oh, she says so right. thank you Mason cool mutual here too and
1: that's it we did it morgan oh we've God. done
0: we've done the podcast uh how do you feel you feel okay you feel good
1: it's a surreal moment <laughs> i have i and i will say almost everybody who has asked me a question on here is like somebody who i followed way back in the day when i was like a, a hundred i had a hundred followers who were all bots and Um, you and all of your cool friends talking to me at all just a huge honor just really a special special moment for me
0: well community wouldn't be the same without uh house underscore feminist and all that you bring to the table so thank you for that and thank you for being on the podcast and now i will play the theme and we'll say our goodbyes so thanks morgan Bye. We'll see you on Twitter.com.
1: Absolutely. I'll be there.
0: And sometimes on Snapchat. (laughs)
1: It's true. That's true, too.
0: All right. Bye. Bye. Well, that's it. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode with Morgan. Please follow at House Underscore Feminist on Twitter for hilarious stuff and fun mom on the go stuff. To find more friends of the show, visit www.stevenwskinner.com for all the old episodes or find it on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, or wherever you find podcasts. Please leave a rating and review. Follow at FOTS Pod on Twitter to get notified about all the latest episodes, new posts, and when to send questions to hear read on the show. I'm at SkinnerSteven on Twitter. That's where you can find me. Send me a message. Retweet a joke or something. Live your life. Thanks to Ruby Coast for the music. Thanks to Kyle I. Davidson for the theme. And thank you so much for listening. I am Stephen W. Skinner. Have a great one.